Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. All right. Welcome, everyone. It is good to have you back. This is the talk show that is all about therapy. It's all about families. It's all about relationships. And today, it's all about parenting. I am going to hit this so fast, so quickly, that you're going to want to take notes. I am daring enough today to be able to address the major problems many parents face raising children. In other words, what do you do wrong out there, parents? So a lot of times we don't uh, tend to talk about that in my field, being a psychotherapist, because we talk about ways to help, ways to heal, ways to encourage. But I think when it comes to parenting, one of the best things I can do for parents is to point out where things are going wrong and what can actually be done about it. So As the saying goes, don't bring a problem in one hand unless you have a solution in the other. That's what we're going to do today. I'm going to talk to you from toddler to teen today. This really goes across the spectrum. It gets much harder, y'all, to parent children as they get older. If something hasn't been done, if patterns are already set in, it's very hard to undo them as they get to be middle school to high school age. So the sooner you work on your real strong, steady model of parenting, the better. That's why I want you to get on it today, especially if you have young children, because there are specific things you can do that will help change their life and your life as a parent. And there are specific things that you might be doing now that are actually creating more work, more trouble, and more problems for the future. So listen in. Pay attention. I've got six main points I want to cover about what parents typically do wrong. Realize I'm a therapist that's been in the field for almost 25 years, and I've seen a lot happen. So this isn't just coming off the top of my head. It's coming off very consistent data across the board of what parents seem to struggle with. And today's world's much different. you got to realize that. I say it every show. Technology. We're kind of growing up in the world. Everything's more advanced. Therefore, children are growing up more advanced for their age. And if you add five years to your child's age, that's pretty much the age um, you were uh, when they're getting exposed to this. So if your child's nine and you add five years and it's 14, it's about like what you were when you were 14, parents. They're exposed to that. But they're still nine. And their age is still their age. They're not growing in maturity. They, they are growing mostly in experience. So what are the things parents do wrong? Off the top 
right away, number one is inconsistency. One of the biggest things that I see in all parents, and I know you'd be shaking your head if you're listening to this now, inconsistency. It's just an epidemic. So one day you'll say it's not okay to do something. The next day it's kind of okay because a friend's over or we're out at a restaurant or we can stay up late today, but not tomorrow. And it depends a lot of times on the mood. So there's inconsistencies with boundaries. There's inconsistencies with how parents speak to their children. There's inconsistencies with how you might treat your child. One day you kind of let them just say and do whatever they want because you're tired, exhausted, don't want to deal with it. The next day you may come down on them like a ton of bricks and you don't let them buy with anything. And it just gets to be inconsistent. Also with what they get to do or have tends to be inconsistent with boundaries. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. After I cover these problems, y'all, I'm going to cover the solution. So don't worry. Hang in there and the solution's coming. The second thing I noticed that parents are tremendously um, in a hole with and struggling with is that they model different behavior than they expect of their children. So parents will talk a certain way, use certain language, talk about certain people or certain things, gossip, be judgmental in front of children. But expect the children never to do that. Parents will uh, eat unhealthily, but tell their children to eat healthily. Parents will tell their children they need to settle down and rest, but the parents will sit on their phone or their device and not follow the same rule. Children will do what we do. So it's important to know that when we model separate behavior, if we're not living healthy, if we're not living clean, if we're not living respectfully, if we don't have good character as a parent, if we don't have good boundaries around sleep, around exercise, around scheduling, then our children are going to soak that in as well. Third thing is no follow through. Parents struggle a lot with follow through. I mean it, I say it right now, but I can't follow through to actually set the ultimate uh, boundary there. So following through is something that, that I just see day after day. You put something out there. If you do this again, you're not going to get your birthday party. If you do this again, you're not going to get to go to your friend's house. If you don't get your homework done, then you're not going to get to... And they still don't get their homework done. They still act the same way. And somehow children still get to do the same things they were doing, playing electronics, staying up. There's so many things. So follow through is huge. Fourth, we expose children to too much too soon. This goes to my adage earlier of adding five years to their age, and that's the age you were uh, with what they're getting exposed to. They are seeing too much in the world. They are exposed to too much technology and advancement too soon and probably too much of it. So it doesn't mean technology is bad. It doesn't mean they shouldn't have it. And it doesn't mean they shouldn't have fun, play games and all that great stuff. It just means that it becomes like an appendage, a part of their body, and they can't function without it. So they're exposed to too much, many times indulged too much, given too much, freedom, time, uh, they just are seeing too much of the world too soon. Instead of the basic playing games, uh, watching old school videos and cartoons when they're young, instead of all these modern current games. 
Fifth, no discipline strategy. Parents struggle with discipline strategy a lot. In other words, I ask parents what their discipline is, and they name off six or seven different things that they've done over the child's life, but none of them they've ever stuck with, and none have actually, they've said, lasted. So it's important to find a good discipline strategy with a professional if you need to and stick with it and get support for that. And lastly, the sixth one, we give children too much power. This is huge in today's world. We give children way too much power in the way they speak and the way they act and in what they do. And I'll cover that one in a minute too. So children don't need as much power as we think they do. And somehow in today's world, we turn over power many times to our children and they're not able to handle it. Okay, let's go back to the solutions real quick since time is just flying by here. When it comes to consistency, because the first problem I mentioned was inconsistency, it's critical not to change rules based on your mood, parents. Keep the same rules, boundaries, limits that are always there. If it's not okay to climb on the couch today, it's not okay to climb on the couch tomorrow. If bedtime is 8 o'clock and it's a weeknight and it's a school night and you need to keep that consistent, then you might have to go home from a dinner or a party or somebody's house. And it doesn't have to be ultimately brutally rigid, but it does have to be extremely consistent to keep the same boundary. Same with your tone and volume, parents. Keep the tone, keep the volume as steady as you can so it's not going up and you're yelling at your children or you're not begging them and pleading with them to try to do something. So lastly, keep contact with your children, not just during discipline times, especially teenagers. This is big. Pay attention to them. Listen to them. Talk to them when it's not just something you need to have a lecture about. That contact and connection with them will help them follow the limits you set a lot easier. Modeling different behavior than you expect. This is the second problem. You need to live the way you want your children to act. Live the way you want your children to be. And the language you use, the character you display. If you want your children to open doors, be kind and respectful to women or be confident, secure, you need to model the same thing. Good character and responsibility. It teaches them how to handle responsibility by seeing responsibility in parents. When it comes to follow through, if you promise something, it's important to keep that promise. I'm just saying that because I see this a lot. You can't throw something out and then just pull it back. If you do promise something, you need to keep it. But also, if you set a boundary with your children, this is not okay. And if you do it again, this is what's going to happen. If you don't finish this, if you don't get this, if you don't clean this, if you don't, then this is what's going to happen. Always use the word choose with your children. Choose is a critical word. If you choose to do this, then you choose not to get to go to your friend's house. And pick your battles with this. Don't try to be the conqueror of all boundaries with your children. And I'm going to discipline like the policeman that's trying to stop every single speeder on the road. Just pick your battles of what you really want to hone in on and finish it to completion. That will really help your children feel more secure. Exposed to too much too soon. It's important that we monitor our children. We've got to see what they're doing. That is not invading privacy. We've got to monitor to know what they're doing. I don't mean you need to stalk them, but we need to monitor and make sure what apps they have, what they're playing with, who they're talking to, whether or not they are avoiding responsibility of other things so that they can be on social media or gaming. 
and limit your children. Watch how their behaviors and attitudes change with their exposure to technology. Keep them their age, y'all. Keep them the age they are, not growing up. Try to keep them simple, basic games, family time, board games, walks out at the park. Discipline strategy, having no discipline strategy. Find a consistent approach, y'all, to use when children misbehave. Find something consistent, even if it's with a professional. Keep using that strategy so that it solidifies and your children know what to expect. You don't want to go up and down like a diet and you're trying one thing one week and one thing another because children get used to that and then they start rebelling against it. Children feed off of parents who aren't totally sure. If you're not sure and confident, they're going to pick you apart and poke you and poke you. And it's going to get annoying and it's going to get very, very hard to deal with. And lastly, giving children too much power. Oh, my heavens, it happens all the time. I've said it again. Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Children should have a voice, not a vote. There's a big difference. The voice is, I want to hear you. I want to understand where you come from. I want to know what you think isn't fair, what you think should happen. And I'll consider it. I'll think about it. I'll sit on it for a little bit, honestly, and I'll come back and I'll tell you what we decide as parents. Parents have the vote. Children don't have the vote. They have a voice that the voters will take and acknowledge. Listen to them. They have an equal say, but they don't have an equal vote. These are all such key points that I see every day that I know right now you can change your life if you start to be more consistent, if you model the behavior you want your children to display to other people, if you stay consistent and follow through, if you watch your children and what they're doing and don't let them get overexposed to things or don't get them overexposed time-wise to technology and all those electronic activities, and find a consistent approach when it comes to discipline. When your children cross the line and they act up and they need discipline, what's the approach we're going to use and how can we stick with it and keep it? And a professional may be the best thing for that. And lastly, children have a voice, not a vote. Just remember that. It's great to have a voice. I'm all for listening to children. And I want to hear what they have to say. And many times I can say what children say. And you know what? Change my vote. But they don't have a percentage vote. If you have two children and two parents in a home, the children don't have 50% of the vote. But in a lot of homes, that's the case. I want you all to soak this in. Do your best to listen to it again. Pass it on to a friend. If you want to know more about me, go to TomStevens.us or go here to blogtalkradio.com slash TomStevensLPC. And you can learn more about me. Keep tuning in. Keep sharing this. It's never easy, but I know you can do it if you get out there and just keep trying. Model the person that you want your children to be. Y'all have a great day. And we'll see you next time.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.